Hello, this is Eric Braden. You're listening to TV Confidential. But <laughs> <laughs> Robertson with a reminder that singer-actress Kat Kramer will join us at the top of the hour. We hope you'll stay tuned for that. In the meantime, our guest this hour is televisionary Phil Savinick. Like most of us, Phil spent the first act of his life watching television before devoting his second act spanning more than three decades to creating television, television programming, particularly variety television, including many documentary programs, including the undersea world of Jacques Cousteau, and that's Hollywood. Phil has devoted his third act in life to interpreting and expressing the impact that television continues to have on all of our lives around the world. Toward that end, he turned his living room into a museum dedicated to television called the History of TV that includes many vintage early TV sets as well as artifacts from the golden age of television. The mission statement of the History of TV is to recognize Philo Farnsworth as the inventor of television and to cement Farnsworth's legacy. All of the items on display at the History of TV are available for viewing online right now at thehistoryoftv.com, thehistoryoftv.com. For more information on Phil Savinick, philsavinick.com, S-A-V-E-N-I-C-K, philsavinick.com. Our visit to the home of Phil Savinick took place in January 2020 before the national lockdown. Phil is going to provide us with a guided tour of some of the items on display at thehistoryoftv.com that's coming up a little later on this segment. In the meantime, before we went to break, Phil was giving us a little bit of his own backstory. As we pick up the conversation, Phil will talk about what sparked his interest in Philo Farnsworth and how Farnsworth himself came to frown upon his own invention once he realized how networks and advertisers use television to manipulate public perception. Now, ironically, Philo Farnsworth felt when he invented television, if people all over the world could see each other, there would be no more wars because we know we're all just people. The reality was cigarette commercials, beer commercials, wrestling matches, he was he hated it so much he wouldn't let his children watch it. His kids would go to school and you know on a Monday and the kids would say, "Oh, did you see Perry Mason? Did you see Ed Sullivan show?" And the kids would say, "No, we're not allowed to watch television." And their friends would say, "Oh, are you being punished?" And they'd say, "No, Dad invented it." <laughs> so he died seventy one. So that would have been two years before. So he didn't live to see the use of television to bring the Watergate hearings into the homes of the American public. He would have lived to see certain of the fifties wonderful documentaries. There was one about the migrant situation, which was uh, Fields of Shame. Or yeah, something. you know the, CBS, and Murrow's, the stuff the CBS reports did and Edward R. Murrow. Right. Yeah. Harvest of Shame. Was Harvest the, of Shame. What, Harvest was, of Shame was the CBS documentary. So there were a lot of things he would have seen that TV had beneficial, but he wasn't watching. Yeah. The two things that pop into my head right now: all three networks did the twenty-four-seven coverage of JFK's funeral. So that's, that's one example that's a, that of, of television bringing everyone together for the good. Um, if I also remember correctly, uh, summer of 63, all three networks covered the March on Washington all day. So there were, there were examples of television used the way he had hoped it would have been used that he lived to see in his life. And then after he died, they devoted a whole weekend of television to Anna Nicole Smith dying or Princess Diana, or anything they thought could get people for, yeah, get those eyeballs. 
and then just milk it and milk it and yeah. milk it. So television changed, yeah. you know, obviously. Now, because you mentioned CBS Reports, you're a fan of CBS Reports. You know what that is. I know what it is. I had a very dear friend who was a producer oh. for CBS Reports. Oh. Uh, his name was Perry Wolf. And among his... I mean, he had 13 Emmys. He did that, great that, shows. That name rings a bell, yeah. Um, Selling at the Pentagon was one of his shows. Mm -hmm. And he was so proud that the Vice President of the United States singled him out by name as an enemy of the people. <laughs> uh, that would have been Agnew. But basically he uncovered that the arms industries really run our country. And this, they throw these big conventions to sell bombs and tanks and guns and, and planes and exposed it for the first time. And the administration was not happy. But his most famous show was actually Jackie Kennedy's tour of the White House. He had produced that and wrote it. And he wrote three versions for Jackie Kennedy. The red version, the white version, and the blue version. Because he had never met her before. He gets to the White House and he says, well, we have three versions. This one, you read the script as I wrote it. This one, you just introduce the show and Charles Collingwood will read my script as it's written. Or the third one where you just say anything you'd like and we'll follow you around. She said, I'll do the third. Uh, it was on all three networks. Yeah. Most watched show. It was President Kennedy's favorite show. He asked for a copy of it and would run it every week at the White House because it was the only time Jackie ever appeared on television. Well, one campaign thing, but basically yeah. that was not what you did in those days. Yeah. And he was so proud of her. He would watch it over and over. <laughs> Sit here for a second. Okay. I'm coming back. Phil stepped out of the room for a minute to collect one of the artifacts that he has on display at the History of TV dot com the history of tv dot com phil savinick is the curator of the history of tv dot com we are broadcasting this segment from phil's home in los angeles this segment was recorded in january 2020 before the national lockdown your emmy i said to perry not okay this is an actual emmy oh this, yeah this, this is a film oh 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 wait oh wait it gets so much better than that okay so I said to Perry, you know, I have oh, a... Oh, this is, okay, this is the Emmy for Jacqueline Kennedy's tour of the White House. Correct. It's Jackie's Emmy, but they gave it to the producer, oh. not the star. And I said to him, we're going to have a TV museum, and I want something of yours in it so I can tell your story. Oh, wow. So he said, well, what do you want? I said, the best thing you got. And he said, take this one and tell the story. Yes, please. You can take okay. a picture. You can hold it. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm, you I'm, can thank your mother. I'm, yes, I'm, I, I've I've never held an Emmy before. I've been told these things are heavy, and they're not kidding. You can do curls with that. All right. See, now you came here. You get it. Slightly modified over the years, but I don't think they've gotten any lighter. I don't okay. think so. There you go. The other voice you just heard was that of Bambi Moe. Bambi Moe, longtime production executive and music producer for Walt Disney Records and Walt Disney Pictures and Television. Bambi arranged our visit with Phil Savinick for this week's program. We posted a picture of me holding the Emmy that Jekyll Kennedy won for hosting the tour of the White House. That picture is included in the program notes for this week's edition at televisionconfidential.com as well as our social media platforms at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, some of the other items that Phil has on display at thehistoryoftv.com are many artifacts from the work of Philo Farnsworth himself and the most impressive collection of vintage television sets that you will ever see. As we pick up the conversation, Phil is giving us a guided tour of his virtual museum. And we have some videos you could link to on your page. That'd be terrific. Our favorite being the most famous man you never heard of. Philo Farnsworth. Exactly. Yes. 
And his great-granddaughter narrated it. Oh, that's cool. So she says, you won't believe the world my great-grandfather was born into. There was no electricity. There were no cars. There were no planes. There were no computers. There were no phones. I just think it's cool that he thought of all this while plowing. Well, uh, in, at the exhibit at the MZTV Museum in Toronto, Canada, we actually have one of the, the blades from the harrow he was plowing. Wow. <laughs> and uh, I showed it to his son and uh, just to get it authenticated. And he said, well, if, if this came from Rigby, Idaho, you didn't buy a new harrow the next year. It would have sat in the field for 40 years. If they said that's where it comes from, I know the guys. This is what it was. But he saw the lines in the dirt, and he began to see pictures in the lines. And he began to think, well, pictures could be made up of lines. And he set about inventing a scanner. And uh, he was 14, hadn't been to high school yet. So it's rather an amazing story. One of the things that I've learned and come to appreciate in recent years, when I was a kid, I did not do well in science. I thought it was boring. I just, I just, I just thought it was another language. I've come to appreciate that science is as much a celebration and a testament to the imagination and vision. It's a different sort of creativity. I wish I had that appreciation when I was 14 years old. Maybe I would have done better in science. But what you just speak of is it's, it's taking the environment or what he's currently doing and applying his imagination, his knowledge of science to, okay, if, if I could do this, then we might be able to set up this electronic grid where we can project pictures and all that stuff. Uh, the way he described it is if I could train an electron to do what my horse does yeah. and go to the end of the row and come back, exactly. I could send pictures through the air. Yeah. Well, we're, we're at the uh, history, this is what you call this the History of Television Museum. Well, I actually call it my half-assed History of TV Museum because it's in my house and I, yeah. I only let special people like you come and see it because we have the holiest relics of TV here. So how about the first camera? So Phil is going How about to about the first television set ever available. For those of you listening who are not fortunate enough to make the trek out and garner an invitation to see Phil's museum in person, Phil is going to give you sort of a walking tour of some of the highlights that that you can see at History of T. It's, it's History of TV. TheHistoryOfTV.com. The History of TV. The History of TV. The History of TV. Never forget the the. TheHistoryOfTV.com. And we'll continue our guided tour of the history of tv.com at the end of our second hour among other things phil will share the backstory of some of the various tv artifacts that are part of his virtual museum including the fickle finger of fate from rowan and martin's laugh-in and the hat that mary tyler moore wore and the famous opening sequence of the mary tyler moore show that's coming up at the end of our second hour we'll take a quick time out then cat kramer will join us when we begin hour number two of tv confidential stay with us if you haven't been listening to TV Confidential, this is who you're missing. Linda Day George. Diane Cannon. Donna Mills. Richard Benjamin. Michael Bell. Joan Van Ark. Thank you so much, Joan. I, I really appreciate this. I hope we'll have a chance to chat again. Well, I hope so, too. And let me tell you, bravo to you. Kudos for doing your homework. That's all I got to say. Thank you. Hugs. That's TV Confidential. Every week on this station and every day online at televisionconfidential.com. An adult elephant can weigh up to six tons. The average person, 150 pounds. Ever heard of carfentanil? It's a large wild animal tranquilizer. Illegal drug dealers lace heroin with it. It can kill the average human. If you or a loved one is addicted to opiates, even pain pills, don't wait until it's too late. 
Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. We care. Many of us have been where you are. We'll take you or a loved one away from the drug environment to a place you can clean out safely. Plus, we'll work with your insurance company to make sure you get the treatment you need. And with a Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed by law to get away for help without telling your employer why. Call now to save a life. 866-490-3991-866-490-3991-866-490-3991. You can listen to this show all over again as a podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, TuneIn, Apple Podcast, and wherever podcasts are found. Best of all, it's free. To subscribe to the TV Confidential Podcast, go to the homepage at televisionconfidential.com and click subscribe now. Become a TV Confidential confidant and receive unlimited access to the last five years of TV Confidential, plus other members-only content. To find out more, go to televisionconfidential.com and click become a confidant. Enter the coupon code CONFIDENTIAL when you sign up and you'll receive $5 off your first month's membership. For more information, go to televisionconfidential.com and click Become a Confidant. Alexa users, you can now listen to TV Confidential on your smart speaker by just saying, Alexa, play TV Confidential. Enabling our Alexa skill is easy. To find out how, go to televisionconfidential.com slash Alexa. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.